Intro time! <laughs> Gerald <Intro> time! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Intro time? That's that's Gerald. You gotta get an up ticket too. That's Gerald. Intro time. <laughs> <laughs> He's here. That's right. It's Gerald time. <laughs> not um, for this episode. Yeah. Unfortunately, not for the episode that you're about to listen to, but for the episode that we are recording today, it's Gerald time. Uh, Jill, do you want to give a little sneak preview of your take to the Ampies who've been eagerly anticipating this character's introduction? Um, it's going to be a fun <laughs> chat. <laughs> fun chat. Um, I, I know that some people are wondering who Gerald is because they must have missed what who it is. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't tell from our, our like perfect impressions. We uh, are trying to Yeah, named Jackson. Maybe heard we've heard of him. Of him. We're I would not be calling him, him Jackson. No. We're only calling him Gerald. We're, we're calling him Gerald forever. And yeah, woof. Um, <laughs> woof. Oh, actual woof. <laughs> yeah, literal woof. Uh, so this episode is going to be your last time, your last Jackson free episode. So I just want you to savor it, everyone. Because <laughs> this character and our coverage of him are coming. <laughs> and I'm, I'm worried it's going to be pretty bad. <laughs> If you think that we're mean about Cammy, mm. just you wait. Good gravy, guys. And, and and I will be being mean about Cammy in the episode that we're about to record. Oh, yeah, we're still going to be mean about Cammy. Um, uh, sorry, guys, we're still not pro Cammy. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is it is just not happening, despite its effort. But I think I am about to stop trying to, you know, <laughs> not. Uh, I do fear that I've reached the end of my trying. <laughs> Um, but but I'll try to not. Uh, but yeah, geez, good God. Um, but to keep us scooting right along, uh, this week, it, happy Michael Chasen's birthday, Eve, if you're listening to this Ooh. on the day that it comes out. Um, yes, everyone's uh, second favorite Aries, because our first favorite is Jill, um, is birthdays this week. Everyone pause what you're listening to right now. Sing happy birthday to <laughs> Michael it. by yourself. And then hit play again. <laughs> Sing it out loud wherever you are. <laughs> Pause what you're listening to right now as though it's not this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're listening to two things, including this podcast. Just know as you're listening to something else to pause. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we are... Just so excited about this. I wanted us to, in honor of the boy, read a review. We're running out of new ones to read, which is good if you'd like these intros to be shorter, but bad because if we run out of positive reinforcement, we'll die. Uh, (laughs) Jill, could you read one, please? I can. It is titled Everything I Didn't Know I Needed by GC Rocks with a bunch of Zs. These gals, I just love them. I love their banter with each other and all the Vampire Diaries goodies. Short, sweet, beautiful. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. I love our banter with each other and all of our Vampire Diaries goodies. I think this person gets right to the – they're correct to the heart of the It's almost like we're friends. (laughs) Kind of, right? (laughs) Fuck that shit. (laughs) We've really done a good job of, like, maintaining this illusion that we're friends. Like, that we're not, like – angry furious enemies having a lot of like loud screaming fights <laughs> um this is very like sterling cooper draper price vibes so like that guys i'm so stoned 
I'm so sorry. I'm doing such a bad job. Are we keeping job. that into this episode? Um, we probably should. Um, sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I got too high watching the originals as a bit, and now it's a genuine problem. Uh, but I'm going to follow the Google Doc because I wrote this wrote. in the past. Yeah, I wrote it in the past. She, past Morgan's not going to let me down, right? So my next line is, thanks so much. <laughs> now, LaToya... Do we have anything going on in the Patreon space this week? We do. <sighs> Episodes Yay! 405 and 406 of Legacies have both been recorded, so they'll definitely be out this month. And Ooh. I only cry on Mike a little in the 405 one. And in listening to it to edit it, I cried again. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing oh, you didn't no. cry 406 because I really would have fucked you up. Oh, yeah, you would have. And rightfully so, nothing in 406 was worth crying about. You, you crying during every scene in uh, the L word plot? <laughs> <laughs> Not the L word you're thinking of, Jill. No. God, I wish. What is happening? <laughs> yeah, legacy, the Legacies is going bananas. But so if I'm thing, uh, Jill, when Legacies is good, it's great. When Legacies is bad, I will let you know. That's I want everyone know. It is wildly vacillating in a in its current era. I I believe that seasons one and two were consistently good. Yes, uh, but this is it's become a bit of a mess. And it doesn't seem uh, like we can just blame COVID for everything anymore. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. it's unfortunate. Yeah, a lot of things were very blameable on on COVID, but I think there's just been a couple like. There's stuff going on. It's hard to discuss without spoiling you, yeah, yeah. but like things are going on that are tough to talk about. Um, but I do think that our episodes are fun. And I think that there's a lot of uh, episodes this season that I've seen so far that I think we're going to have a really fun time podcasting about. So I'm glad that we're getting back into it. I'm sorry that we have not been doing Legacies coverage. It has been my fault. I was doing a job that got too intense. How <laughs> dare you? How no, dare you make sorry. money? Uh, so technically, I don't know. Have you said what it is like on the? Cause technically, you can say what it is. It's in your email. I can't say. I can't even say who I work for because that's how secret of my show is. Dang. Oh, yeah, I do guess I can say what it was. I, I, I was working on the um on the party down uh reboot, the new season. I mean, it's not a reboot. It's like legacy season. I guess is the technical term. Yeah, uh, it was continuation really revival. And, yeah, and I worked uh, for the EPs, and I got to be inside a bunch, and it was great. Uh, but just uh, super long hours. <laughs> It drove you crazy, as we all know from Angel on Top. As we all know, there was, yeah, from the very sleep-deprived episode I recorded on Angel on Top, I it was my first production, and I, those are some pretty intense hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't like being on set. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> but Jill, um, if my my sanity is so tenuous, it's exclusively based on whether or not we follow this Google Doc. So I'd right. like to say, I think your next line. I think we're I think we're ready for okay. it. Okay, okay, I am next. I can read. Um, also for Michael Month, we're reading "Best Served Cold" by Joe Abercrombie for book club. We are, we are, we are. Um, yeah. Uh, God. Oh no. Now I have lines. Uh, and you've actually started reading it, which is so awesome. Um, uh, this is a book that has one of my book boyfriends in it, Jill. I, I we've talked a little bit, but do you want to tell yeah. everyone how you're feeling about him? He's a little cutie. I like He's him. Little- I don't think I love him as much as you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. To be fair, I don't think it's normal to love him as much as I do. <laughs> But I am I'm enjoying him. His chapters are very fun. Yeah, he's a little dummy. And like the evil, amazing lady at the center of it all. Are you liking oh her? Oh my she's, god, I love her. 
that's Love her that's so my beautiful much. wife. Yeah. yeah. She's so mean. perfect. Never done anything wrong. <laughs> Hell yeah. Perfect. Um okay, book club plug check handled. Um so now I'd like to direct you even further in our Google Doc and tell you that if you don't follow us on socials, maybe now's the time to change that because we should have some anniversary announcements coming out in the near future. Uh we'll be celebrating 2 years of the pod in May. Which is bananas. Ah. Wow. And that's right? at Empire Diaries Pod on Instagram. No, Jill, that says Empire Dairies Pod, actually. <laughs> Look, I typed it. I was it correcting wrong. it. <laughs> oh, I typed it wrong, guys. You I'm did sorry. A, um, uh, you did an amazing job, Morgan. I was just gonna <laughs> breeze past it. I was because it's not the show if if you get it right. That's no. not the show. <laughs> But it's, on Twitter, to acknowledge. <laughs> on Twitter, we're at Amp Diaries Pod. God, I will never successfully plug our socials ever. <laughs> so you made me do it. Yeah, I was like, I'll throw it to Jill. But no, I got in the way somehow. Uh, so now our final piece of business before we get into the main pod is to tell you about the episode we're covering. So this week we're doing The Originals, season one. Episode 12, Dance Back from the Grave, which, yeah. according to Netflix, is the one where Marcel refuses to help Klaus when a gruesome discovery is made, and Rebecca recognizes the remnants of a sacrifice as the works of a dangerous warlock. This episode rules! This episode Papa is so day. good. Papa today! Papa today! Papa today! Like, this dude fucking rules. The whole episode is us just saying, like, uh, by the way, Papa Two Day fucking rules. It's really fun so far. I'm halfway done editing. Uh, yeah, we are having a good time in this phase of the originals because now that uh, Celeste Sabine is our big bad, <laughs> we're, we're yeah. doing good, kids. Ooh. We're doing good. Yes, it's it's so good. And Thierry and his hat are back, which <laughs> a lot of comedy from us about that. <laughs> If you enjoy jokes about Thierry, his hat, and his trumpet, boy, do I have the app for you. <laughs> <laughs> and now, without further ado, the Empire Dairies. Shit, I mean diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Better luck next time. <laughs> Welcome to the Empire Diaries. You know the risk, but we have to podcast. I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are discussing the originals, season one, episode 12, Dance Back from the Grave. Yeah. Classic title. You, you gotta get back from that grave, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this episode made me want to dance. Right? <laughs> Jill, how did you feel about this episode of television? I loved this. I had a great time. Papa Tunde, call me. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a in king. love. <laughs> he fucking rules, but also in like, as I was saying to Latoya before we started recording, like in classic originals fashion, he is immediately taken off the board and I'm offered more cami. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> you don't want Papa Tunde. You want Cammy. <laughs> no. 
No, I don't. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Every time he was on screen, I was like, this is great. I'm having an excellent time. <laughs> no, I think you were like, I need Carrie to save the day. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered Cammy? <laughs> also, Terry's back. <laughs> Jesus uh, fucking Christ, Thierry. But not for long. He immediately ran away with his hat in between his legs. That's okay. Do they, again, I ask, do those vampires want Thierry to be their leader? Thierry like, can't lead. Unless it's uh, leading the uh, the brass section on his trumpet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm doing my best. How else did you feel about the episode, Jill? There are flashbacks. We didn't talk about that in the chat, so. Yeah, there do you feel like these flashbacks? flashbacks. Um, when they first started, I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Um, but then there was one specifically that happened that I think I would die without. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, Jill? Which one, Jill? Marcel. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was so good. I was like. Uh, goosebumps like I, I i love it that was so a good. man <laughs> yeah after morgan was like bex just wants someone who will put her first and then marcel's like oh I, I mean it was obviously a fucking lie but in the moment <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's just uh it hurts me they they hurt me they so many ups, so many downs. Like there, the idea that we're still like like th this show obviously relies, I think, even more on flashbacks and stuff than uh, the Vampire Diaries does, because the originals themselves have lived such long lives. Whereas it's like you know, like Elena, you can't really like they do one flashback for Elena, and it's like <laughs> here was the you know day my parents died, and I was trying to break up with Matt and shit. Like there isn't as much history there, whereas the originals there is so much. And the idea is that like we have so much to unpack about Marcel and Rebecca's past. Like that there's shit yeah. that we don't even know about that is affecting the current landscape is uh, interesting and complicated, and I think sometimes helps them, sometimes hurts them narratively. Yeah. yeah, just like the first, there was the Marcel's line, like, let me tell you a story about blah, blah, blah. And I was like, good God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get used to this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that final flashback, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you fools. Let's, let's get into it. <laughs> Well, Morgan, uh, do you have any memories of how you felt about this episode uh, back when you tried to watch the show? Um, I remember <laughs> thinking Papa Tunde ruled, uh, and that was largely it. Like, I knew that Michael, like, would – I assumed Michael would show up at some point. I assumed that we would be getting a, a Michael arc, which is – that's another thing that's very tough is that Klaus's greatest enemy is dead when his show starts. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. his most formative enemy he killed on the vampire diaries so i'm like how do you do that like can you walk that back or do you not walk that back or like do you tell a story about his dad so it looks like we're gonna tell a story about the time that marcel and rebecca actively called michael michelson and mm. we're like come over here and find us um which is obviously a huge betrayal and is really cool but i wonder 
how I remember like wondering how that could be like dramatically impactful if that character is, you know, dead. But also death is not real on these shows. Uh, <laughs> anyone can come back as we well know. Well, Jill, you you're rooting for Finn, Finn to come 0. back in this episode. <laughs> Been 2.0, uh, gentle listeners, Jill said. Uh, and then I uh, decided that Celeste and Finn had a thing. Yes. He was a pirate. She was in a tub. Can I make it any more obvious? You can. Yeah. Perfect. And you don't need to. <laughs> OTP. OTP. <laughs> What'd be there? Is it Felest? Finlest. Finlest. Like burlesque. <laughs> mm. Ooh. All right. Uh Jill, may I ask you, what is Finn 2.0 in your mind? Yeah. Is this I'm a curious. resurrected Finn that has like a new kind of like zeal for life? Or or what is this? No, he's yeah. still he wants to die, but he wants to bring everyone with him. Mm. Dressed as a pirate. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm in. I'll take it. <laughs> he grew um, his hair back out when he was dead. Oh, God. Yeah. And your hair still grows after you die. Latoya, what do you recall from your first time around? Uh, obviously, Papa Tunde, because, duh. Like, Hell come yeah. on. <laughs> it really is just like a lot of Papa Tunde and uh, the witch whose name we've not said yet, even though I know her name, but mm-hmm. <laughs> she's clearly important, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we'll, get into, we'll get into her deal. She's a, she's a wild card. <laughs> We love a wild Except card a, on this show, like redhead. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it's yeah. weird that she keeps just being seen and not named. <laughs> you can say her name, but it's not like a big, big revelation. <laughs> like when the uh, when the Michaelsons kept calling their mother um, like the, the original, original witch, witch. <laughs> and not saying our mom. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the original witch, and you had quite the falling out, didn't you? <laughs> And no human being, I mean, obviously they're not human beings, but no person would speak that obliquely. (laughs) Absolutely bananas. Yeah, I think it really was mostly just like Papa Tunde and his his badass blade. Hell yeah. His blade fucking rules. And all his snake magic. A lot of snakes. R.I.P. all of those snakes. Yeah. Sorry, snakes. You gotta be spells now. I was so glad that when I was like, oh, I love this man, you guys were like, yeah. Because yeah. there are so many flops that I'm scared. <laughs> you were like trying to apologize. You were like, don't apologize. I was scared you guys thought he was a flop. And I was like, this guy's amazing. No, no. We have we have pretty good taste. Like we don't we don't as much as Latoya and I love to throw around the term flop, like I really don't think we assign it to that many people. Yes. And when like, I called Sophie a flop in this episode, it was in the nicest way possible because she was just holding a bottle of bourbon, just stumbling around town. It was hilarious. Like, her, she is absolutely a flop as the owner and proprietor of Rousseau's. Sammy's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just not even going to open the restaurant today. And I was like, I don't think that's good business. <laughs> Fair enough. She has, Sophie has one employee. It's Cammy. <laughs> and that that is flop behavior if that's your only hire she's yeah. not good at business she's a, i mean of course she isn't she's a psych student <laughs> she's not a business student 
I mean, okay, Kimmy brings up someone being a textbook narcissist. She has to say textbook because she's a fucking psych student. No, Wait. a textbook sociopath. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, and now she believes people can be monsters. So I guess now she's not pro-Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Did we say she was pro-Hitler before? <laughs> I said she would have uh, defended Hitler. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, and why wouldn't a fan of Cammy like this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, should uh, we get into it, gang? I, th- I think it's time to get into it. Okay. We begin in the cemetery. Um, and, uh, like, like uh, Celeste and Co. are strolling through. And they go to this mausoleum and Sabine's like, yeah, I've been like coming here for over a century wearing one face or another for like a hundred years. Interesting. We flashback to 1919 in the very same um, cemetery. uh, And we see, uh, can I say this name? This is Genevieve. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll just say her name is Genevieve. Yeah, Genevieve. It's not like it's really not like a reveal. Like yeah, she's been the, in two episodes already, and like you should let her have a name. Yeah. So the the other witch is Genevieve. So are we to believe that like this is also Celeste, like who we like we cut yeah, to yeah, 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 kneeling yeah. in that, front of? Yeah, yeah, that's Celeste. Um, which is great. And so it's cool. We see like the names disappear off the mausoleum, like as time like goes backward, which I think was like a fun effect. Um. They uh, are like, come on, we got to go. We're going to miss everything. And they go over to this big old bonfire. And there's dancing. There's drums. And there's um, one man in particular who shows up in a fucking white suit with an albino python around his shoulders, which he like just hands off to his twin sons who follow him wherever he goes. And they're like, Genevieve's like, look, every witch in the quarter is here to see the great Papa Tunde. You guys, this guy fucking rules. Uh, He's so cool. Like, he he was always wearing, like, a dope-ass suit. He is calm, cool, and collected. And he's just fucking intimidating as shit. Yeah. Right? Like, he's like, hey, everybody, like, thanks for your welcome. Great to be with people of the same faith. Like, I also practice ancestral magic, but I also um, do sacrificial magic. And then he throws the snake in the fire. That's one dead snake. Keep keep, <laughs> keep note. <laughs> he's like, your city's all fucked. And I do sacrificial magic, which means channeling the power from the lives of my offerings. I use this strength to vanquish my enemies, and I will punish your enemies for their greed. In return, you will accept my family into your coven and me as your leader. Fair enough deal. Yeah, he should have been like, I also practice expression. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> I call expression and he needs it. God, I miss expression did turn bonnie into a cop and that is why it's bad like (laughs) the number one reason expression is bad is it turns you into a cop but i do miss it still it's just you know you should have they should have leaned into it harder it's like you gave us this you you need to stick with it you chose to dig this grave keep on going 
to imply that they did not go hard enough in expression when every other line in season four was, it's called expression. I could not have heard that word one more time. I would have died. One more time. One more time. No. Um, so in uh, we we cut to a meeting, and it's uh, Elijah and Klaus, and what we learn is like a werewolf crime family. Hell yeah! Yes, uh, the Guerreras. Write that in your vampire diaries. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, like Elijah's looking so cute with his hair like super far parted, and he's in his little suit. Klaus is in his bow tie because it's 1919, <laughs> and he was loving those bow ties. He knows I hate when he's a bow tie bitch. So that's why he does it. That's why he does it. I find it so cute. Like something about it. Like, I think it's really charming that he's in a little bow tie. Like, like I think it's because he looks like a child in like a grown-up's clothing when he wears the bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish he was in short pants as well. <laughs> and a little hat with one of those spinny things on it. <laughs> he was holding a big lollipop. <laughs> I was thinking of a big lollipop too. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> Could someone please Photoshop that? Please, please, please. Um, so we are we're at this meeting. Uh, it's 1919, which Latoya pointed out in the chat. That means like it's almost runaway time, uh, like we've kind of established. So I think that's important to think about with like the timeline of events that we know. Um, so like we're close to the big opera house fire yeah. and the Michelsons, you know, running away. Yeah, because they're just setting up for prohibition about to kick in. So, mm-hmm. and as we know, they were in uh, little speakeasies yeah. when they met Steve. They were in Shy Town, baby. <laughs> Damon Go was Cubs. doing stuff. He was around. <laughs> was this when? Da- no, no. Damon was not yet uh, imprisoned. Uh, yeah. This was. I can't. I can't remember what Damon's doing right about uh, in in the twenties. Would love to hear about it. Well, he says he was around because he knew Gloria. So, oh right, he was around. We joke that he like would go to Gloria's like on the nights Damon like Stefan wasn't there, like a little <laughs> dork in shared custody. <laughs> uh, very cute. So Elijah's like, "Hey guys, like." The mayor's running late, but let's get into business. And Klaus shows up and is like, ah, but I'm here as well. I love these illicit gatherings. And Elijah's like, no, don't worry about my very terrifying brother. We're very, we're super peaceful. We like are excited to meet with you in a normal way. And Klaus is like, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, fuck you guys. Like you're werewolves. And Elijah's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, you know, your bite's not lethal to us originals, so kind of like you're not as much of a threat as you're used to being. Why don't we kind of figure something out? Wow. Mm. Is this tweet? Sorry, I gotta check something out real quick. Make sure it's true. Ooh. Never trust a fandom wiki. (laughs) I would never. Okay, yeah, so the fandom wiki is slightly incorrect mm-hmm. because it, it's uh, got the category wrong, but this episode was nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Hairstyling for a Single cam- Camera Series, yeah. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Uh, on the on the wiki, it says for a multi-camera series or special. I'm like, well, that's incorrect, but yeah, for a single camera series, it was nominated for an Emmy. Dang. Wow. Oh, I'm so happy for that. That's awesome. Yeah, Bex's hair looks great in the flashbacks. Yeah. I really liked all her little. Yeah. Like, Why didn't they announce the originals as an Emmy-nominated series? They should have done it. 
absolutely. Like, honestly, more Emmys for the CW. It's such dumb <laughs> bullshit. Like, yeah, just, the originals like, definitely like deserves like Emmy nominations for like hairstyling and s- stuff like that. So, yeah, and also like set deck because like yes, I, like set deck uh, and hairstyling. Yeah, yeah, I love the production design on the show. Like that stuff, I think, is something that's super underrated. That we, that we didn't know it was nominated for that is. Uh, CW, get your shit together. Come on, CW. <laughs> uh, so basically, Elijah's like, hey, like, basically, I think we have a workaround for prohibition. Like, you guys can traffic alcohol into the city, but like, we take a chunk. We would still be in charge, but that would, we'd be like, you know, silent partners. And in walks Papa Tunde, who's like, this all sounds great, but how does it benefit the witches? <laughs> um, and Elijah's like, I'm sorry, this is private. And he's like, yeah, for kings of the city, I'm a king. And I, you know, get to be here now. Yes. Cool. Hot. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so Klaus is like, wow, all right, new guy. Like, you have a strong vibe. What's your deal? <laughs> and he explains, you know, that I'm Papa Tunde. Like, I come to ask that the witches be granted fair tribute um, for allowing your existence in our city. And he, it's so cool. He's like, yeah, I speak for the witches now, and I'd really like uh, negotiations to go smoothly. So here's a little gift, and it's the mayor's head. Yeah. The mayor <laughs> who is uh, apparently related to uh, Cammy and Kieran. It's Mayor O'Connell, yeah. Oh, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Cammy, that could be you. Me, the the idea that I remember their last name, um, I don't like. I <laughs> that was so sweet of you to assume yes. that I would remember something like that, and I didn't. <laughs> of course, you did not. O'Connell. Maybe write that in your vampire diary. O'Connell is their last name. I should write that in my vampire diary, <laughs> and I am <laughs> O'Connell. They're like ooh, named after the mummy. All right. Uh, <laughs> How do you would go there? <laughs> It's the only. It's uh, it is what everybody thinks. The second they hear O'Connell, they think Rick. They think Evelyn. Not Jerry O'Connell. Alex. Definitely not. <laughs> These are the things that people think. They think sliders. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. So then titles. Then we're back. Like we're in the compound, and Marcel's like he's got a bottle in his hand. He is not in a good mood. Diego's like, "Hey, like, do you know what's going on? Like, class wants us all to meet here." And Marcel's like, "Fuck off! I'm <laughs> grieving." Diego. Diego, Diego is back, and he is not having a good time. He is not treated well in this app. Jill, were you were you glad to see Diego? Were you sad to see him treated this way? I mean, I I like Diego. I never want him to be treated poorly. <laughs> but they he keep doing better. it to him. <laughs> so rude. It really does. It makes me so upset. So Klaus shows up with Thierry and is like, hey, guys, I'm nice now. Uh, I brought Thierry back. <laughs> uh, Look what Klaus I did all by myself. <laughs> this was my decision. I'm good. And everybody's like, okay, cool. Diego's like, Thierry, great. Like, my friend's here. And Marcel says, this is where he says to Klaus, like, you're in a good mood. You should visit Mystic Falls more often. And, and then Klaus, we get upset. <laughs> Klaus. Well, Jill and I get upset. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very funny. Klaus is just walking on sunshine over here. He's like, woo! Got a new attitude. Like, he's having it. He's having a great time. 
And he's like, well, I mean, I'd love to be there all the time, but I have pressing responsibilities here. And he gives a big speech and he's like, as you guys know, Davina's is dead. We can't monitor the activity of our witch neighbors. But like since the harvest failed, all the witches here are going to run out of magic anyway. So let's keep them on their toes until that happens. And let's uh, do a little rousting in the cauldron. And uh, he's like, and Marcel, you come with us for this. And Marcel's like, absolutely fucking not. I am taking a personal day. Good for him. (laughs) Good for him. So then in the quarter, we have a Bax and Elijah scene. And Elijah's like, hey, Klaus demonstrated mercy. Pretty cool, huh? (laughs) Pretty cool for an adult man who's lived (laughs) several adult man's, like, lifespans. And Rebecca's like, this was my design. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, did you guys like – I loved uh, Bex doing some scheming here. Very oh, cool yeah. of her. I mean, usually, though, you shouldn't tell someone you're scheming, especially someone who's going to be like, Rebecca, don't do the scheme. <laughs> it is bad to tell Elijah about your scheme against Klaus because he's just a fucking stick in the mud when it comes to that shit. <laughs> Um, and Elijah's like, wait, why did you do that? And she's like, because Thierry hates Klaus, and I like that about him. <laughs> Very good. And he's like, yeah, and he knows stuff about French Quarter Covens because he used to date a witch, and maybe he can lead me to whoever, like, stole all the harvest magic. And uh, Elijah's like, I mean, we're all pretty upset about the ritual, like, the outcome. And she goes, no, there hasn't been any outcome. Power like that doesn't just vanish. Somebody stole it. And I'd like to know who so that I can make an ally out of them so I can kill our brother. <laughs> but also, Klaus should be much smarter and be like, where did the magic go? But he's like, nope, it's it's all good now. It's over now. No, no. Again, he is walking on sunshine. He, no thoughts had empty. <laughs> no problems. <laughs> and it, it doesn't go well for him, this up. Uh, so she's like, yeah, I'm really fucking sick of being controlled by our brother. Like, if you want to stop a bully, you need the power to stand up to him. And Elijah's like, I know, like, like he's bad, but you're not supposed to be bad also. That's fair, Elijah. And he goes, don't you see he's making an effort here? He invited us back to our family home. He wants us all to be reunited. And she's like, yeah, for now. But, like, he Mm -hmm. pulls you in with a false sense of camaraderie and kinship, and then he turns on you like a snake. I fall for it every time and wind up with a dagger in my chest for my trouble. Mm -hmm. No more. Elijah's counterpoint to that very valid point is I believe he's approaching some semblance of peace here. Leadership may, in fact, be a good thing for him. Now, sister, please, I ask you, if you cannot support him, then at least do nothing to provoke him. Let's get into this. What the fuck, Elijah? (laughs) He's being a little bitch. Like, just because it's your desire to sacrifice everything to save Klaus and to make up for, like, the one time you were shitty to him ever in your life um, (laughs) by, like, ignoring the a thousand times he's been shitty to you. Like, other people do not have to do that. It's ridiculous to insist that Rebecca should, you know, not care about all of the awful things that Klaus has done to her. That's bullshit. And being like, yeah, this guy sucks, but like maybe being a leader is going to be good. Yeah, (laughs) maybe some power is the answer. Maybe he just, the (laughs) unstable man (laughs) hasn't had enough power and now this will help. Uh. 
Like, it's not like you got him a goldfish and it's going to teach him responsibility. Like, that's a whole group of people. <laughs> it's not good. Are, now, Jill, I want to ask you, are you starting to find yourself frustrated with Elijah? Because I know you really like Elijah, but Elijah keeps, like, keeps standing for Klaus and keeps making excuses yeah. for him. Is it starting to wear thin for you? Um, Yeah, I'm getting pretty tired of him sticking up for Klaus. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't really have much to say other than that. <laughs> now, LaToya, to speak to a point that you have brought up several times, is Elijah continuing to make excuses for Klaus just the ultimate, like, white people not being able to be mad at their shitty relatives? <laughs> or, like, is, is he <laughs> the ultimate racist uncle that Elijah won't stop inviting to Thanksgiving? <laughs> Strangely, I don't feel like it's the same thing. <laughs> So for some reason I can't uh even with all those bad things he does, I'm like, well Klaus wouldn't say MAGAs. <laughs> even though he gave a Trump speech later in this episode. <laughs> I just we've been seeing a lot of shitty speeches from Angel on Angel on top. Yeah. So I was just gonna mm. like, oh, you learned how to do speeches from Angel. No, I was glad <laughs> to see someone do it with a little bit of, you know, of zhuzh, a little bit of zazz, a little bit of joy to me. Angel literally just gives up halfway through the speech, but he keeps going. Angel's like, oh, God, um, we, the thing is, we have to do good. It's good to do it. Um, and yeah, we're, we're all so going to die, tired. but you can't think about that right now. But I want to die, so it's, like, good for me. <laughs> Every angel speech in season four is an absolute fucking hot mess. It's embarrassing going up against season seven of Buffy, which is the season of speeches. Well, it's hilarious because the one good one ended up being a dream. Classic. Classic. So yeah, Klaus, I, I gotta say, Klaus can give a speech. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't uh, consider it, because if I consider uh, that for Klaus, I'd have to do the same for like Damon Salvatore. <laughs> Even when I have trouble with him, I'm not going to like compare him to like a, a Trump supporter, <laughs> even though he did say that hard G that one time. He did say that hard G, and it it was rough to see. As we all know, every character from the Vampire Diaries universe uh, is pro Black Lives Matter. We were told <laughs> that, and so it is canon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who said that? Just like staring into the abyss right now. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, at the Michelson compound, we have a Klaus and Marcel scene, like, in Klaus's kind of, like, den, and, uh, Klaus is like, uh, you're pouting like a child. He's grieving the loss of his surrogate daughter, you shithead. <laughs> Were you guys pissed? I was so pissed. Like, <laughs> I got distracted for a few scenes, but also, like, Klaus, you of all people should understand from when you thought you lost Marcel. Right? He's like, if the men see you shirk your duties, they'll do the same. And he's like, fuck off. Marcel says, I'm not in the mood for vampire hijinks. To be Aww. fair, that's exactly <laughs> what Klaus is trying to get him into. But yeah. he was in the mood for Cammy therapizing him. Oh, God. And misery loves more misery, right? <laughs> if you really are, are in a bad place and you hate yourself, I could see you seeking out the company of Cammy. <laughs> You know, okay, maybe I'd do that. Poke the bruise a little bit. Uh, Klaus is like, you'd rather sit wallowing in sorrow for your lost little friend. 
Marcel, you're allowed to kill him for saying that. <sighs> and like Marcel's like, fuck off. And Klaus is like, look, I'm sorry Davina is gone, okay? I'm sorry. But this mournful attitude is unworthy of you and it's boring to me. <laughs> I'm bored. People who like Klaus. <laughs> uh. What are your thoughts on this? Like, again, I like Klaus. I do. Like, I now I'm like, I, I like Klaus. I like having fun with him. But what the fuck? Like, what do you say about this shit? Oh, you, yeah. Oh, whoops. Like, just get over it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. So Diego shows up and is like, we have a problem. So we go to the cauldron and there are bodies, uh, there are vampires that have been desiccated. They have the the symbol carved into their foreheads and they are in like a magic circle with that has like salt and runes and shit. It doesn't look great. <laughs> Diego's like, yeah, we came to mess with the witches, but like – Just like you said, but these two went missing and we found them like this. Not even staked, just dead. And uh, Marcel's like, great job, Klaus, losing two more men. (laughs) Uh, And he tries to leave and Klaus is like, what the fuck? Where are you going? Like someone has to like account for this. And Marcel's like, if you want revenge, get it yourself. That Mark is tied to some bad mojo. Like if any of you guys have brains, you'll head back to the compound and stay the fuck out of this. I mean, it, it turns out Klaus is like, oh, it's just a copycat. But there he's like not – he's acting like he doesn't know what it is. When he knows what it is, even if he thought it was a copycat, he should, you know, heed Marcel's warning. Yeah. Or just let the other vampires know. Mm-hmm. But I do think Klaus has a habit of underestimating everybody. <laughs> like, I, th- I think by by seeing it, like, he, I think I, – I believe that he immediately is like, oh, well, this is nothing. Like, whatever. It's two dead guys. No witch has ever come back from the dead. No. Not even the original witch. <laughs> and, and who? <laughs> the original witch? I don't remember. I just think it's easier to call her the original witch <laughs> rather <laughs> than anything easier. like a name or a title. <laughs> Uh, we we then go to the docks and Thierry has called Rebecca down and she's like, oh my God, I love that you're like already giving me shit. This was a great like decision for me to kind of like be allies with you. Patting yourself like, on the back already and it all goes downhill from here. <laughs> Casket girls part two. Rebecca's like, <laughs> what I'm hearing is I did a good job. <laughs> Hell yes, girl boss. Um, and Terry's like, I don't know, like, if this screws stuff up for your brother, that would rule because he fucking sucks. Anyways, they, he leads her to, like, another salt circle with, like, animal bones inside and unlit candles and the runes, just like we saw before. And Rebecca's like, okay, I've seen something like this a long time ago. Someone's copycatting a very dangerous witch who draws their power from sacrifice. And Terry's like, yeah, but why would they... Just like leave it here to be found, and Rebecca says, "Cause they wanted it to be found." <gasps> Papa Tunde is there. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I gotta say about just uh, Thierry in the scene in this episode. I feel like the show kind of got away from the fact that he should like he shouldn't just be like annoyed by Klaus or whatever. Like Klaus killed his the love of his life. <laughs> the calibration of which people on these shows are angry about things versus how like game they are to join a plan it is all really subjective like i guess he is probably just like grateful to not be mm-hmm. 
all bricked up anymore. Grateful to have the hat back, yeah. etc. But yeah, it does seem like he should be really mad. Yeah, it seems like also like Rebecca should have like tapped into that part. The whole, you know, he killed your love and, you know, he like share the, the heartbreak that Klaus has caused you both mm-hmm. to, to enlist. But she's like, no, that's not how I grow, boss. <laughs> no, that would involve being emotionally vulnerable with a stranger, which I don't think Bex wants to do. <laughs> it would involve attempting to connect with someone over something you have in common, which is, again, something that Bex does not like to do. <laughs> Girl is closed off. Um, so Papa Tunde's here and she's like, this isn't possible. And he's like, sure it is. It's magic. A plus. Cool thing to say. <laughs> um, he then speaks what I assume is French. Can we look this it up? It is French. It's French, and I translated it via Google Translate, which we know never makes any mistakes. Hell yeah. Um, symbol of mask and shadow. Embrace yourself. Huh. Interesting. And he just keeps repeating that. It fucking rules. Rebecca starts desiccating immediately and he starts drawing the symbol. Uh, Thierry runs the fuck away because he's a goddamn coward. Um, and things are not looking good for our hero. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, then at the abattoir, like in the compound in the courtyard, uh, we have this scene where Klaus is like, someone's going to die for this. <laughs> Classic. And Elijah's like, I actually – feel like someone should die for it as well but i would like to know more about the situation as well and klaus says he'd hoped to never see that symbol again he remembered it it is the signature of a fool who once stood against us cool <laughs> elijah's like look some upstart witch is doing old tricks and uh klaus is like whatever i'll fucking kill him he looks at diego says diego in the night falls i want Gather every vampire in the quarter. This is where I said I quoted Tom Wamsgans in our chat, and I said, "Bring me skulls, pig man." And neither of you cared, and I was very sad because I love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slavering, pig man. Bring me my skulls. Um, he's like, "Yeah, give me whoever did this, and let's put their head on a stick." And Diego's like, "Um, everybody's fucking terrified right now, like." <laughs> nobody wants to go out and do anything (laughs) and klaus is like whatever like marcel's a scared child and you're all with me now who will fight to defend our home the answer is no one we um jill were you shocked to find that uh (laughs) klaus hasn't seemed to have drummed up a lot of loyalty amongst the uh, people he's leading absolutely wild Mm -hmm. can't imagine why people wouldn't want to be loyal to him Mm mm-hmm Blows my mind. <laughs> Is that too dry? <laughs> no, it's <was> beautiful. <laughs> like, it's just, I mean, like, in the whole season we've been leading up to, we've been talking about how, like, Marcel had the thing that Klaus wanted. Klaus is trying to take it back, but he does not seem to be trying anything different. <laughs> like, the whole thing was like, Marcel has this thing that you don't have. Probably because he's doing something a way you're not doing it, right? Right? <laughs> and Klaus is like, no, all I hear is do whatever I want and it'll go my way this time. Of course. So Klaus storms off because he's a little bitch. Uh, then we begin our uh, string of scenes at Russo's. Uh, Cammy's on the phone with Sophie and is like, the fucking restaurant's all fucked up. You're not here. Can you? <laughs> and then the... <laughs> 
the voicemail is cut off because Sophie's voicemail inbox is full. Okay, beautiful writing. Yes, correct. I mean, like, who's calling Sophie? Is it just Cammie? <laughs> Sophie's I'm- family is dead. But Sophie is technically like a business owner. So I imagine a bunch of people are calling and being <laughs> like, like vendors. Yeah, like vendors are like, where's our money? And like deliveries <laughs> are late. And like, do you want to re-up on stuff? And um, Sophie's like, straight to voicemail. Glug, 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 glug. Sounds like a problem for tomorrow, Sophie. <laughs> awesome. In which case, I can relate. <laughs> Uh, so Marcel shows up and is like, shit, I guess I should have been here last night looking around. And uh, Cammie's like, hey, I'm I'm on Vervain before you think of trying anything. And Marcel's like, yeah, I heard that you're like all uncompelled and shit. Also, Good for you. <laughs> because the place of the mess was like Sophie having like another party night there. And because it's like, there's, Sabine's not going to like try to get her to be like responsible anymore. She's She's given up that act. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes. If, um, like, yeah, Celeste is not doing the, like, fake friend Sabine concern anymore now that she's yeah. probably into the meat of her plan. Yeah. Uh, poor Sophie. <laughs> her only friend is fake. <laughs> Again, a flop queen. <laughs> her only friend was possessed and she didn't even fucking notice. <laughs> That's really funny. A recurring theme in this series, right? That in your fucking vampire diaries. <laughs> Nobody noticing that Elena is Catherine. <laughs> and more to come. We should ask more. How do you feel about that? No one's been able to tell yet. Wild. What? <laughs> she's not that good. She's not. That's the thing. She's not at all. She's just do like adding a slight rasp to her voice and doing a little head tilt. <laughs> Anyone can do that. <laughs> um, so Marcel's like very unimpressed by Cammy, which is deeply funny. And he's like, is Sophie here? Because uh, I got a witch problem and I thought she might have answers. So he's like, I think I'll just wait here. So he's, he grabs a bottle. He pours himself a drink. And Cammy's like, kind of early in the morning. Klaus problems. He says, I thought you'd be on top of the world now that you have Davina back. And Marcel's like, like explains that Davina's gone. And also, like, girl, you don't know him. You don't know his relationship with Davina. Shut up. I mean, yeah. I know that she's like trying to like be defensive because like they they're, they're friends ish, but still, no, you don't know him. Yeah, it's weird. She's like very out of the loop and is making like a lot of assumptions that she knows what's going on and all of it's wrong. Which is again like he, it's he a watched really- her die all day. Yeah, but more importantly, just like a really bad position to put your character in. Your character is like, I'm pretty sure I know everything. And then everything they say is wrong. And that's the way they come into every scene. Like, that's At least with Sophie, the joke is that like she's constantly wrong and it keeps fucking up everything. Like, (laughs) Sophie's in the woods. She's got a shovel. Like, that's... That's the Sophie oh, no, I know. It'll be really know. terrible if Sophie finds this immediately finds it with her shovel. <laughs> Great, like like she is like a a chaotic bisexual mess, and that I think is good. But like Cammy, yeah. Cammy's just like always like falling on her face for this mm-hmm. show, and like in ways that just make her look so dumb and I feel yes, so bad. Because based on where we were at the beginning, like Davina ended up being the character that does work. Sophie doesn't work, but it's in a funny way, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Cammy just doesn't work. And it, I mean, we have fun at her expense, but 
not even like the like good natured way we are with Sophie. Yeah, we're having to make our own fun with Cammy, and I don't think they're liking the way <laughs> they would like the way we're doing it. <laughs> so, um, for a second, Cammy's like, "If Klaus hurt, like if Klaus hurt, <laughs> oh why, I gotta." And Marcel's like, "It wasn't like that, but also, yeah. what the fuck would you do?" <laughs> <laughs> Was it Klaus? I told him if he hurt her, dot dot dot, and I like, I'll go to the my, papers. Yeah, my daughter, what? Lol. <laughs> Like, honey, Jill, what do you think Cammy could do to Klaus to make him like really hurt? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Like, not even like insulting him because he likes that. Yeah, that gets him real horny. She, she's yeah. got nothing. Which is hard. Like, it's hard to have a character <laughs> who just has like no currency. Which, like, I think to. To think about how many people hate Matt Donovan and to be like, but like, that's so much better than this in terms of like a powerless character in the world being given shit to do. Like, And he's not acting like he has any power, which is what Carrie is doing. And he killed an original vampire. He killed an original vampire <laughs> and he still just is like, I don't know. I don't have health insurance. I'm so fucking tired. I hate you guys. <laughs> that's what i believe oh i love that boy um and marcel's is like you know the power she had was too much we tried to fix her with this ritual but something went wrong and now she's like floating in limbo or waiting on her ancestors or something yeah. and it's really sad like because he's sad. so sad he, he's so sad he can't laugh when she says if, if klaus hurt her yeah <laughs> i like what are you gonna do cammy I wish Marcel had been like, it's really sweet of you to try to cheer me up with that very funny joke, but like, I just don't have it in me to laugh right now, Cammy. I'm so sorry. Characters just start patting her on the head after every scene. <laughs> See, now this I think I would find funny. She's in the spinny hat with a big lollipop. Yeah, she is. <laughs> oh my god, these people. Um... <laughs> are wild uh so then Haley is in davina's old room she's looking at all of the sketches uh the big uh all the sketches that become the big drawing of celeste and elijah's like oh there you are uh looking at all these drawings and she's like yeah i know it's morbid but like we never figured out why she was drawing celeste <laughs> it is funny that we all very much know the celeste sabine thing now and they just still no idea <laughs> no clue and and really not a lot of urgency on maybe we should figure it out like truly just like mm, I don't know. it's like everything's connected to Celeste and then the harvest power went somewhere yeah hmm. how are they not connecting the dots <laughs> unclear I guess Elijah is just like blinded by love there's no way Celeste could be evil even mm -hmm. after all the time Sabine was making eyes at him like that hell yeah <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, like, but Elijah is so hot. Well, Elijah would never presume that uh, one black woman's in the body of another black woman. Look, beautiful of him. <laughs> a king. Uh, so um, she's like, yeah, now I'm on vampire lockdown. I figured I'd like try to suss it out. And is Elijah's she always on vampire lockdown? I know. I'm like, when are you allowed to go out of the house? You are carrying like the magical baby. Like you can't do anything. That's been this whole season. <laughs> it sucks. I know. Are you just realizing this? 
so I just like, whoever did this will deal with them. It won't be long. And she's like, I'm not worried. I just think it's kind of funny that it took some big supernatural threat for you to actually be in the same room as me. Girl. You never apologized. Yeah. Like, this is on you. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, say you're sorry. <laughs> she went to the Rebecca Michelson School of Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> A bad school. Elijah's like, look, he, he says, I do apologize if you feel neglected. <laughs> I'm <laughs> apologize. And he says, uh, I've been occupied. My siblings are in a quarrel. Niklaus is agitated. You'll recall that even our slightest interactions seem to infuriate him. Yeah, no, and, and yet you continue to stick up for him. Yeah. Uh, Haley sums it up very nicely. She says, so Klaus is a dick and you want to be a good brother, so we can't hang out. Does that sum it up? That's why I get I it. The, by hanging out, it's just them staring at each other's mouths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just says, it just seems like a really crappy deal. Yeah. Excellent point. It does seem like a crappy deal. Hey, Elijah, maybe write that in your fucking vampire diary. I know you hate <laughs> books. <laughs> why don't you try it out for a, for a change? Um. So then we're back with Cammie and Marcel. Um. And uh, like. Yeah. Mar- she asked him why he's loyal to Klaus, and I'm like, because that's his dad. And, like, Papa Tunde says it, like, five million times with their father and son. And Kimmy, like, it's, like, an earshot. I still think she missed that part. To be fair, her ears were probably ringing from the concussion she surely <laughs> got after being thrown into the bar. When she <laughs> called Klaus, she'd just be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Cammy does feel like she's had like a few concussions. <laughs> like I do get that. Vibe. <laughs> um. So Marcel's like, "Oh, for someone who can't stand the guy, you sure are asking a lot of questions." And she's like, "Well, my interest is purely academic. Shut up. You want to <laughs> fuck him? You want to hear the clatter of those bracelets? No. You, and you want to trace your finger along the bird tattoos?" Just admit it to yourself, Cammie. God. It's the only reason you could possibly want to be here. I- I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. <laughs> uh, we somehow find a way to always get meaner about this character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I'm. I think the, the words are about to come out of my mouth. I'm not a mean person, but I don't know if I can say that anymore. <laughs> I, mean, I think this podcast has proved that I am a mean person. <laughs> we can give the Emmys a little spoily because we did let Jill know Gerald's coming the next episode. So we can Uh-oh. redirect some anger. <laughs> yeah, Finally. that'll be good. That it'll it, it has another place to go. It needs another place to go. Uh, we want to talk flops. <sighs> King of the flops. Um so Marcel says, yeah. I get what you're doing. Shut up, Jill. You <laughs> take it all back. No, I don't. This uh the episode that is for this week mm-hmm. is when I realize it's the love triangle and I'm like, oh no. No, no I don't want Gerald. Because <laughs> it's like, how could we make the um Elijah and Haley thing move even slower? The idea like they are inching there. And it's like, what yeah. if that became centimeters <laughs> and how dare if that? i recall correctly weren't you like wait are you kidding i'm like no yeah <laughs> yeah yeah sorry yeah 
Um, this scene closes with um, Marcel saying, you're mad he used you and you want to get back at him. I get it. Um, maybe you're hoping, like, I'll let slip some chink in his armor. Friendly advice, don't do that. It won't end well. Hasn't Klaus himself let slip the chinks in his armor, which is that he's a little bastard? Yeah, is that he's a little bastard. He has daddy issues. He has mommy issues. He wants and to fuck his sister. He wants to fuck his sister. And yet, like, any blonde woman who's mean to him will do in a pinch. Yeah, she she knows <laughs> his weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. Cammy, get lunch with me. I'll tell you every fucking thing you need to know. <laughs> he's an emo little bitch. Play him the, like, uh, the boy in the silver spoon and the man in the moon song. He'll cry. And it, you'll be done. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He'll be a puddle. It's over. <laughs> so we should end this episode with cats in the cradle is what you're saying. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cats cradle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Show- you describing it the way you did. Yeah, that was perfect. That part of the word. <laughs> Show him the, fi- the Donald Gleason film about time. And then Ooh. he'll just be wrecked forever. Show him the happy endings episode like Father Like Gun. Yeah. You guys, the way I wept at the end of About Time. Have you guys both seen About Time? Yeah. Not in a minute, but yeah. Yeah. The when the the you guys, if you haven't seen About Time, everyone listening to this, and you want to cry about dad stuff, I'd <laughs> highly recommend just treating yourself. And for the first like 75% of that movie, you're gonna be like, yeah, this is like a solid enough, like nice little frothy rom com. Oh, Rachel McAdams, she has bangs. But she, she calls them a time traveler. Yeah, she she calls them fringe because she's in the UK. And then the last uh like 20 minutes, you'll if you're me and Michael Chasen, you'll just be weeping on your couch. <laughs> Like looking at each other, like how did this happen? Silver spoon. (laughs) (laughs) This is about dads. I don't know how it goes. (laughs) We'll get together then, dad. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Klaus just wants to play catch with Michael. Oh, he just wants to have a catch. Michael Michelson throwing a knife at his son. Klaus catching it in midair, being like, "We're playing catch, Dad." Did they, did they get a bike lesson? Do they not know how to ride bikes? <laughs> I want to see Klaus on a bike. <laughs> okay, jumping right back in. Jumping, we, jumping. Absolutely, like Destiny's Child. Like Destiny's Child. Ladies, hey. leave your friends at home. Leave um, your friends at home. Your is friends that, is at home? Is it not your friends? Ladies, leave your man at home. Leave your friends at home. Ladies, leave your friends yourself. at home. Go, go to the club and learn, get to know your best new friend, yourself. <laughs> jump in, jump in. Jump in, jump in. Oh my God, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> if, we, again, if we had episode titles, this one would be titled "Ladies, see your friends at home." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm like, Whoever edits this, that is staying in. <laughs> I know it has to, but I don't have to be happy about it. Ladies, see your that's all that Tiara was doing at the end of this episode. You said, "Ladies, leave your friends at home." <laughs> you're like yep that's right that sounds right to me sounds good to me <laughs> nope 
leave your medicine home. I can now hear it in my head. <laughs> oh, man, I'm crying. God damn it. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. Um, so we, uh, we Tell your on. friend they ain't coming out tonight. Tell your friend. Going solo. <laughs> You're going. That's what it's about. <laughs> oh, Wait, you see at home. <laughs> The movie theater's bumping. <laughs> you want to go see a movie by yourself? Because it's good to see a movie by yourself sometimes. <laughs> Lost City's playing. The theater is jumping, jumping. That is true. <laughs> go see Lost oh. City, guys. All you ladies, leave your friends at home. home. Little ladies, ladies. <laughs> friends, friends. <laughs> hey, myself. Ah. <laughs> uh. God damn it. Um, so Marcel has left his friends at the war. And <laughs> <laughs> he's back in New Orleans. Because <laughs> the war is jumping, jumping. <sighs> so uh, he's like, I'm back. Yeah, I was uh, I'm back from World War One. I. I was trying to get away from New Orleans, but something kept drawing me back. He looks at Rebecca here, guys. So Marcel walks right over to Rebecca and he's like, aren't you going to welcome me home? And she's like, no, I'm not fucking happy to see you. You left me in a box for 52 years. So I'm he still fucking at home. <laughs> He left his Aww. friend at home. <laughs> so then Klaus shows up and is like, oh my God, you're back. He's in a bow tie again because it's the past. And he's <laughs> given his son a hug. He's so happy. Elijah's like, oh my God, you're here. And like you, f- they are, they're all commenting on how he's finally learned to drink. And I'm like, is this a really toxic culture or what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a good thing prohibition's happening. You guys drink too much. You look, as a, as a member of the temperance party, I'm really <laughs> worried about this. Uh, so he's like, yeah, the army will do that shit to you. And Elijah's like, well, I'm glad you're back. This one was a real fucking bitch in your absence. And I'm like, uh, oh, the boys. The lads. <laughs> the lads. Um, he missed his friend. So Klaus explains all the Papatunde stuff. And Elijah's like, I think that we should do a compromise, you know? Like, Marcel, you've just been a soldier. You've seen not only how small the world becomes, but how fast news can travel. And also that war is horrible. So don't you agree with me that the best way to deal with this would be by exercising discretion? What if Marcel just became really bloodthirsty after (laughs) war? He's like, nah, I want to (laughs) kill. It's like uh, the version of Rambo that's in all the sequels where it's like there's no actual like nuance to it. Yeah, like in in one, right, it's like they drew first blood. So, you know, but in the rest, he's just kind of like wants to do some murder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So is it killing cool? (laughs) Isn't it cool? God damn it. Uh, So Elijah's like, I think Marcel should be able to decide this for himself. And Marcel is surprised to see that Klaus invited Papa Tunde to this party. And Klaus is like, yeah, you know, friends close, enemies closer. Um, You know, I'm going to play the role of host. So if you need anything... And then the the reveal that it was uh, uh, Marcel that brought Papa Tunde, it's like, yeah, he was immediately not expecting anything that Klaus did. It's like, oh, you invited him to hang out and chill? And like, I didn't expect that part. <laughs> Wait, you oh. for once weren't reckless and impetuous and annoying? <laughs> like immediately a fucked up Marcel's plan and it just got worse? 
shit, shit, shit. Like, Klaus, like, offers Papa Tunde, like, a woman. It's very odd. Um, and they're like, ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Uh, Papa then- Tunde said, where the white women at? <laughs> where the white women at? <laughs> So back in the present day, Marcel's like, I didn't get it at first. Like, Klaus was the one who wanted to go to war. And Cammy's like, why be so generous to someone he was going to have to kill? And Marcel's like, that's his thing, you know. Klaus was sussing the guy out, learning his weaknesses, his strengths, getting him to let his guard down. That's how Klaus does it. Then he goes in for the kill. Mm-hmm. This is where Cammy's like, yeah, he's a two-faced sociopath. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing enviable about what Klaus does. He's a monster. And Marcel says, we're all monsters, Cammy. If you're powerful like Klaus, you know, you just don't have to hide it. And she does make a good point in the follow-up yeah. to that. Cammy's good point. <laughs> this is a, the new segment called Cammy's Good Point of the Episode. <laughs> Did we get Jenny to write us a jingle for Cammy's Good Point? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm gonna see if we we'll can. never use it. I think it's so, the like what's the onion headline like worst person in the world is actually like, says something you agree with yeah <laughs> oh no worst person you know makes a good point <laughs> so cammy looks him right in the eye and says davina was powerful she wasn't a monster yeah true because like that's a it's an easy way you know when we talk about morality and these like shows and all the stuff like all of them do terrible things and i think it's easy to like highlight the whole page paint with one brush and be like yeah we're all monsters we're all fucked up but like cammy is right like there is a way to be good in the midst of all of this you just have to you know try which is hard sometimes fail which we've seen stefan do so much but like he's still like clung on to this idea that he like wants to be better and that things should be better like which is just great like so um, I like I like this I like these shows. Um, so then, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Get out of here! My big secret. <laughs> um, yeah, in that Papa Tunde flashback, he showed up. He showed up with like uh, he both Genevieve and I think Celeste, right? Um, maybe I know Genevieve was there. Yeah, I didn't think I saw Celeste, but I can't I, remember because I feel like if I saw Celeste, I would have drooled. I mean, I well, the, the white Celeste. Oh, so. oh, right. Oh, right. Like Celeste in that white lady. At the time, party. yeah. Mm-hmm. Celeste of the day. Which is which is why it's easy to be like, I don't know if she was there. Because I'm like, Genevieve was like this redhead who's just there and they're not saying her name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they keep being like, ooh, <laughs> looking at her. <laughs> so then at the docks, Papa Tunde finishes his spell on Rebecca. And she is desiccated in the middle of the salt circle. Things are not looking good. And he's like, great. I've got her power now. It's running through me. And Celeste is like, will that be enough to make Klaus suffer? And he says, yeah, uh, I will hurt Klaus Michelson as he hurt me. When I am done, he'll wish that he could die. And Jill was hyped. She was yeah. fucking amped. Let's go. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Let's go, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Papa. Yes, Papa. Um, so then at Rousseau's, Marcel and Cammy are still drinking. And Marcel's like, are you going to open this place today? And she's like, no. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. You're going to chomp everybody who comes in the door. And he's like, oh, I thought you were just starting to like me. <laughs> then uh, Marcel gets a little phone call it's from klaus basically marcel is like i'm working the sophie angle and i don't want to talk to you and klaus is like no come to the cauldron we're doing a rousting and marcel's like no yeah he's like i'm just gonna wait for sophie he should have gone over there because sophie was right fucking there 
So, who appears behind Klaus the second he's hung up on but Sophie? Very funny. And she's like, ooh, big, bad Klaus Michelson. And she is also carrying a bottle. She should have passed out to end the act. I wish yes. she had thrown up. <laughs> Just pukes on Klaus's shoes. Projectile. That's how you hurt him. Klaus, you Klaus ruin his There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this thing, he reaches for her throat and she just pukes all over him. And he's like, oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> well, what if he's like, don't you throw up? Because if you throw up, I'll throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just a, both heaving. Klaus is a sympathetic puker and that is his weakness. I love. <laughs> you can't throw up near him or he will throw up. Cammy, don't let Cammy find out his weakness. <laughs> Why I wanna... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Scrappy Doo. Absolute Scrappy Doo. Doctor Scrappy Doo. <laughs> Don't let go on. Scrappy Doo MD. Doctor Doo. <laughs> You've heard of Emily Owens MD, but what about Doctor Scrappy Doo MD? MD? Very good. So Klaus is like, great, Sophie, just the witch I was looking to brutalize. And he like zooms up to her and grabs her by the throat. He's like, you should explain the attacks on my men. Then Back with Haley and Elijah. They're in the courtyard. Um, Rebecca's not answering her phone. And Haley's like, are you worried about whoever killed those daywalkers? And Elijah's like, no, I'm worried she did it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I love it. She's like, honestly, she's been really mad at Klaus lately. And like, oh, I don't fucking know if I can trust anything. That, and she's like, he's kind, she's kind of been conspiring with P- Oh, Thierry's here. <laughs> Again, fucking cowards for him to just bail and just go back to the abattoir. He bailed and didn't tell anyone. Right, you could tell someone. You don't say we were conspiring against each other. Like, like just saying something. Not like we were doing a plan. It's like uh, she needed to see something at the docks or whatever. Or like, come on. I found another circle at the docks. I called Rebecca because I know her the best and trust her the most. And then danger struck. There, Thierry, I did it for you. So um, Elijah grabs Thierry by the throat and shoves him against a wall because Michaelsons are all the same. And <laughs> he pukes. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's puking. Um, so he's, he's like, tell me what you know right the fuck now. He does another one of his very slick threats. It's hot. Terry's like, yeah, uh, she asked me to keep an eye out for witch stuff. And then I showed her we were jumped by some guy and he desiccated her at this touch. And Elijah's like, and you left her like a fucking coward? And he goes, what am I supposed to do? Fight someone who can take out an original? <laughs> no, just tell someone. If you see something, say something. Yes. But and- also, you missed his sick burn. <laughs> Which, oh, he please, says- please. Mm-hmm. Elijah's like, strange, she's not typically drawn to unremarkable men. Yeah, he <laughs> fucking ethered him. <laughs> it was a good burn, but it wasn't true. Because as we know, Bex loves herself a flop. <laughs> like, Alex. <laughs> if it was more honest, you should have been like, I should have known, Thierry. My sister loves a dud. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him off the balcony. <laughs> I love, I love, I love that. Everyone should just be meaner, and that would solve it. Um, so Terry, I mean, explains- that's what Rebecca and Haley are doing all the time, but we keep yeah. criticizing them. I love, I love them. Uh, so Terry's like, they're at the docks. Like, just don't tell Klaus. And Elijah's like, hmm, snaps his neck, and he th- says, "I'll take that into consideration." 
hot. Haley's like, I'm coming with you to the docks. And he's like, no, 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 it's not safe. And she's like, but Rebecca's in trouble. Mermaids forever. <laughs> and Elijah's like, fine. You don't leave my fucking sight. And they go, ooh. She think that at the docks, her mermaid powers will kick in? <laughs> she, she jumps into the water. <laughs> if she lets herself touch water, then she's going to be in trouble. <laughs> uh, so then at Russo's, more Marcel and Cammy. Uh, Marcel's like, just so you know, like when I called things off with you, it wasn't because I like don't think you're cool. I was just trying to save you from this stuff. And she's also, like, you're not cool. I know. <laughs> she says, well, thanks, Romeo, but I'm in it. So when are you going to get to the good part with Klaus and that papa guy? Jill, Jill uh, how do you feel about Cammy? Can you take her seriously at all? Thanks, Romeo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that not an accurate read? It was. <laughs> when she said it, too, I was cracking up. <laughs> So bad. I'm like, who talks like this? <laughs> I'm gonna start talking like that. <laughs> Thanks, <know>. Romeo. <laughs> like she seems to be like a millennial woman. Why is she like this? I don't know. She just fucking terminally sucks. <laughs> it's incurable. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But this is where she also says that Papa guy, which I also mm -hmm. love. <laughs> that makes sense fair enough uh, so then uh, we flash back again 1919 Marcel explains to us what's going on he was like yeah uh, Papa Tunde said he wanted to empower the witches uh, but he wanted money and territory Klaus and Elijah weren't going to give him either so he went on a rampage and we see a bunch of like sacrifices shit's looking gnarly he's like no one was safe not the humans not the Guerrero werewolves he even went after the witches that opposed him Elijah offered a truce he gave his hot word of him to do. yeah very hot um, but in fact Klaus being Klaus he had another idea of course Elijah tried to make peace <laughs> classic <laughs> Klaus's idea is fucking brutal. Klaus's idea is killing two children. I didn't know this show was going to be like killing two children. It's a thing we do. But they already killed a bunch of other children, so. Look, I love to, younger. to kill oh. two children and present their heads to their dad. It's one thing to do the old white mare's head in a box. Yeah. That's one thing. Two little black twins? Two little black kids? Like, fucking horrifying. And Klaus is like, I'm pretty sure I'm the good guy here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Papa today is a monster as well. Yeah, he's, you know, not the best, dude. Like, for sure. those kids. <laughs> but, like, those kids didn't deserve to die. So, yeah, um, yeah Klaus, like, fucking, ki you know, kills his sons. And uh, Papa Tunde is at first like, I'm not scared of you. Yeah. And Marcel has to carry the box. It's like... Marcel, your plan really, really, really did not work. Yeah, not great. Uh, Klaus is a, a fun little line about, like, Elijah's the brother you meet when, neg when negotiations are to be had. I'm the one you meet when negotiations are closed. That was a cute little line. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he's like, I've, I've, like, learned all about your power, and I notice you're always with your twin sons. Like, you're channeling their power. So I've killed them. No, 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 no. Uh, Papa Tunde is very upset and is like, I'm going to kill you for this. And Klaus says, I can't really be killed, though. So, and squishes his eyes out and kills him. It's not pretty. That's a pretty brutal way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. 
if you guys if you guys could try to make sure that I don't get my eyes poked out, I'd really appreciate it. And I will do the same for you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Don't you know what Michael's planning. No, I really don't. <laughs> I'll go undercover. <laughs> <laughs> then back in Rousseau's, Cammy's like, Jesus. And and Marcel's like, oh no, for Klaus, that's just business. And she says, and don't you think there's something fundamentally wrong with that? Don't you worry you'll end up one of his victims or worse, just like him? I yelled, he already is his victim. Again, she does not know that they're father and son, it seems. And she, that seems like a part that she should know. Yeah, like that's important. And it's also like, do you think you're the first person to bring this up to him? Do you think he has not thought of this? <laughs> like, I, I, I get it. It's like, yeah, that's bad. Like, haven't you thought about like, extricating yourself from the situation where you're constantly with this awful dude and it's like he's probably thought about it honey (laughs) he's definitely thought about it i think the more the the better question is why do you stay (laughs) so then before uh he can be like before marcel can be like shut up cammy uh papa (laughs) tunde comes in and he's like poor marcellus always in the shadow of your father and she still doesn't get it (laughs) not picking up on it (laughs) in one ear out the other ear um relatable (laughs) you know what that's fair i do want to like dumb rights i do (laughs) as an idiot myself this is her third second point third point of the episode (laughs) (laughs) i think it counts (laughs) i don't know if it's a point to just not notice something (laughs) Some point in my world. I'd have to push back on that. <laughs> Can we not knowing something should not count as a point? You know I don't <laughs> like to disagree with you, young lady. <laughs> um, but basically, like, Pop Tund is like, crawl out from beneath his shadow and and die like a man. Uh, Marcel is like, Cammy, get the fuck out of here. And um, Papa Tunde is like, I think she should stay. Like, I love to have an audience. I'm going to put on a show. Hot. Cammy, like, doesn't know what to do. Uh, and Papa Tunde is like, you cannot defeat me. I channel the power of an original vampire. And soon I'll have all three. But first, I'll take you. Boom, boom, boom. Then... Back with Sophie and Klaus. She is looking at the bodies and she's like, okay, weird, complex spell, old school stuff, sacrificial magic. Whoever did this to your guys like wanted to gain power. So the more guys they kill, the more power they'll have. Not really particularly revolutionary, but okay. Yeah, not really news. (laughs) Like even if it's a copycat, like it's the same intent. (laughs) I can't get over that uh, Klaus gets a call from Cammy, and the first thing he fucking says after looking at that caller ID and answering the phone is, wow, didn't expect to hear from you so soon. <laughs> like, truly negging from the start. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, weren't you going to go to the papers last week about me or something? <laughs> and Cammy's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, get to Russo's right the fuck now. Like- Cammy, who's somehow alive. I don't yeah. understand. It's like Marcel is being killed and Klaus is like, fuck, okay, get get away. Um, and he zoops off to Russo's. So then at the docks, Haley and Elijah find Rebecca, but they can't get like into the salt circle because there's some kind of barrier spell around it. And they're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, someone's channeling her. Normally that would be lethal, but she can't die. So she's just kind of like a s- endless source of power. And Haley's like, awesome. okay. That rules that, like, Rebecca's, like, a big battery to this guy. Like, that's cool shit. Uh, and they're like, what do we do? 
And Elijah's like, you have to get her out of there. Bum, bum, bum. Back in Rousseau's Papatunde and Marcel are at it. He's carving up his forehead with his bone blade. Any thoughts on the bone blade, gang? I fucking love the bone blade. Papatunde's blade is an iconic uh, Vampire Diaries prop, I will just say. Yeah, so I'd be very cool. happy with it, Jill. <laughs> Dope ass curved bone blade. That rules. That is good shit. Like again, held like, by a man in a bow tie. I beautiful. And no less frightening. A man for who it. can rock a bow tie. He doesn't look like a yeah. child. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Klaus looks like a little bit like what what I like about Klaus in bow ties is that it like makes him look non-threatening, which he isn't, which is very funny to me. I think that they soften him in a way that is um you know, allows him to come across like a sweet, affable bow tie guy, but he's not. Whereas Papa Tunde is intimidating in a bow tie, which is yeah. not not many can do. Very hot, very cool. <laughs> so he's like, oh, so you're like one of the only people Klaus Michelson's ever given a fuck about. You know what he did to my family, right? And he's like, well, the sins of the father are paid for by the son. I will really take pleasure in telling Klaus how you died. <laughs> And Cammy is not hearing this apparently. No. So Who's um Marcel's dad? Mar huh? dad? How do you know his dad? <laughs> I've never met his dad. I wonder what his dad's like. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I gotta do my is, homework for concert. Is Papa today his dad? Is that his are you his dad? Oh my god. <laughs> Cammy asking if they're related. <laughs> She's watching Vampire Diaries. I mean, to be fair, the Vampire <laughs> Diaries would give you that impression, yes. Yeah. Um, so he's about to kill Marcel. Klaus zoops in and fucks him up. Did we miss when uh, Cammy broke a bottle over Papa Tunde's head and he threw her into the wall? Because I don't think I talked about oh, that, yeah, but it we did said, happen. That's why I said she should be dead. But <laughs> She should be dead, but she somehow isn't. And Klaus is like, oh, I remember, ki remember killing you and it was really fun, but... It's a joy to relive fond memories, huh? <laughs> Cute. Um, and Papa Tunde is like, cool, I can crush you before the eyes of your son. Then I'll Again. consume you both. <laughs> cool. Cool. Again, I do think Cammy's ears are just ringing at this point. <laughs> I'll give this to her. She cannot hear this. Klaus, it's me, Cammy. I can't hear you, but you need to know. <laughs> I'm over here, and I'll go to the papers if you fuck this up. <laughs> it's just like, she, Cammy, no one cares. The thing is, Cammy has already been to the papers, and they've been like, what is this? <laughs> it's a picture. It's an, old, it's, an old, it's an old picture, and these guys are out there. You just okay. did a black and white filter on this picture. <laughs> Okay, so no, it's, it's just from one of those like the things you can do at amusement parks where you can like dress <laughs> up. <West>. West <laughs> yeah. They're like, do you want us to carbon date this? That, that costs money. You can do it, I guess. This is just what 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 am I looking at? Can the three of us go get an old West photo? <laughs> yes. An 1864 photo? Yes. What the, the amp be queens, they were in 1864, but how could that be? <laughs> Yeah, why don't you try and bring it to the papers, Ampies? See if anything <laughs> comes of it. You'll never get us. 
Um, so then at the docks, um, Elijah is on the phone with Sophie and he's like, we can't get in the circle. There's some kind of confinement spell. Like I can't remove her if we can't break this. And Sophie says, it's a convoluted spell. It's like a witch's recipe. You can spoil the balance by adding a more potent ingredient, a mystical binding agent. I don't know, volcanic ash, rock salt, anything up to and including eye of newt. And Elijah she says- eye of newt. Yeah, it's cute. Elijah says, what about the blood of a witch? Because Haley's little baby's a witch. They keep uh, reminding us and they keep forgetting. It's like, oh, yeah, this baby's related to Esther. (laughs) (laughs) We all want to forget Esther. We all want to forget this child's grandmother. (laughs) Esther comes back from the dead to meet the baby and calls her sister. Sister. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Ampy's Morgan was just cradling an invisible baby. Yeah. As he called her sister. But like rocking it aggressively. (laughs) Sister. Well, I know this baby's a menace. It needs to be rocked aggressively sometimes. (laughs) Look, much like her father, this baby needs a firm hand. (laughs) Put that in your fucking vampire diary. (laughs) I love her. I love her so fucking much, but... She tests me <laughs> every goddamn day. <laughs> she doesn't make it easy for me. Um, so Haley just casually, you know, gives Elijah her wrist, and then he gingerly sinks his teeth into it while they stare at each other. And it's not and even she, like, like moans. She's like, <gasps> <gasps> like it's fucking <laughs> unreal. Like fuck already. Just fuck. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous at this point. But um, they do it. It works. Uh, they get Rebecca. Yay. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. Uh, so then Russo's um, Papa Tunde has Klaus. He's making his eyes go white. It fucking rules. But then his connection to Rebecca is cut off and he's like, oh, shit. Uh no oh no oh no and Klaus <laughs> is able to go get Marcel and Cammy's like is Marcel dead and Klaus is like get the fuck out of here Cammy please just fucking leave and she's like no Marcel and Klaus says he didn't finish him off Marcel needs blood to heal go find me someone off the street and Cammy's like no I'll do it <laughs> and she my blood will give him life. And Klaus is like, no, 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 I don't want you involved. And she goes, you don't control me anymore, remember? And then she goes over and she like, she props Marcel up and like cradles his head in her neck. I don't and think she's, she's like, aware sh- vampires sh- can sh- drink from other places than the neck. Yeah. Does not know things. And Klaus just like, and according to my transcript, Klaus looks on the two of them with a look of jealousy. That Ooh. was the look he gave, I will say. <laughs> Someone's empty threats are working. <laughs> this triangle's still happening somehow. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> so then in the quarter, we have a Rebecca Thierry scene where she threatens to rip out his coward heart. Marry me. And Thierry's like, what? Like, we made a deal to take out your brother. But at the end of the day, every man for himself. And she says, I'm so sick of self-serving narcissists. Are men simply incapable of committing to an alliance? <laughs> Quite possibly my favorite line of dialogue Rebecca's ever had. This is when I realized she needed, like, Feminism Day to take two because yeah. uh, 
this has not been a good day. <laughs> she was daggered for so many days. She has to make up those feminism days. You can do it right now, Bex. I love her so much that, she, that Rebecca just can't get a man to commit, even to an alliance. Like... That's everything I've ever wanted. Uh, Elijah shows up, snaps Thierry's neck again, and is like, can you fucking cut it out, like, making moves against our family? Like, what the fuck? We're your blood. And she goes, don't try to shame me. Nick's getting more and more powerful, and you do nothing but encourage him. Good point. He says, I offer him my counsel because it's clear to me that he means to make this city our home. And maybe leading these derelicts will curb some of these impulses, grant him some degree of happiness. The idea that, like, Elijah's just like, well, obviously all these people are fucking duds. Like, how <laughs> dare you? Did what you say to Diego in the swamp mean nothing, Elijah? <laughs> God damn you wait which part when he punked him out or when he punked him out <laughs> when he was like we have to stop meeting like this people are gonna talk and i was like y'all are flirting <laughs> so rebecca she's she's so she's on fucking fire in the scene she says you always talk about nick's happiness over a thousand years he has robbed me of any chance at my own what about me elijah am i not a concern for you yes fair yeah how did you guys like her voicing this made me want to die? <laughs> That's like something that it's like hard to even say to someone you love, but like, ow. So he says, we all make sacrifices in the name of this family, Rebecca, but know this, I will never stand against you or Niklaus. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, what about Haley? Nothing. I conspire to do. None of my treachery will harm this family as much as your feelings for her. You're a hypocrite, Elijah. You would choose love over family and then condemn me for doing the same. And it's like, well, I mean, technically he is trying to stay away from Haley. Yeah, he's not really choosing love over family. Yeah, he hasn't really picked Haley. He also, he chose Celeste over Haley and that was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He chose someone dead over Haley. <laughs> This isn't a great argument. You were right about everything else. That's how Haley got out of giving an apology. <laughs> oh, well, everything's fine. She's dead. <laughs> God, nightmare person. Um, I love She's her. She's never done anything wrong. I love her, but I just fucking hate her. She is quite terrible. Strong Appalachian woman. <laughs> it never fails to amuse me that, like, she's Appalachian canonically canonically Appalachian woman <laughs> right out of winter's bone <laughs> um so anyways at the at the voodoo shop rebecca runs into marcel and there's a there's a one of papa tunde's symbols is on the wall and rebecca's like ah oh, fancy meeting you here and marcel's like yeah the symbols popping around more and more and she goes yeah papa tunde's marking his territory and marcel's like so you saw him and she goes yeah brought up a lot of memories Memories that are best left buried. What does that mean? Flashback to... Back in 1919, at that party, it's winding down. Um, Marcel's drinking alone, and Rebecca's like, you're well, it's not even at that party. It's at another party. Oh, it, is? it has to be, because it would have been after the kids are dead. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. She's like, wow, celebrating Klaus's defeat of the mad Papa Tunde. And Marcel's like, I'm not celebrating. I'm drowning my sorrows. I'm the one who brought him here. And I gotta ask, like, 
does like Genevieve have like a fortune teller booth? What's happening with like the table she's at? It seems like she's working on witchcraft. That bitch is reading palms. <laughs> oh my god, your love line is so deep. I think I think you're really gonna like Genevieve, Jill. She is chaotic. <laughs> she because she seems like from here, she just seems kinda like whatever. I'm dropping like, no. Gerald and picking up Genevieve. <laughs> Please do. Good idea. She's an interesting idea. character. Great. She's crazy as fuck. <laughs> Gerald is Gerald. So boring. <laughs> uh, so Marcel explains, like, I made some inquiries while I was abroad. I wanted the most dangerous witch anyone could find. And she and Rebecca's like, why would you do that? And he says, for you. Like, I figured if someone as bad as Tunde comes in, maybe Klaus gets chased out or he's occupied enough that he can't stop me from trying to get you back. Hey, Jill, how did you feel about this romantic gesture? <laughs> Um, it's the next line that really gets me. <laughs> oh, then why don't I just read it aloud for you? <laughs> Rebecca says, You mean to tell me that you would tear down everything my family built? Everything you helped us build? Risk your own life on the off chance that I would show you the slightest bit of affection? To which Marcel replies, I would. I did. I'd do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Call me a pond. I got gooseies. <laughs> it's so hot. It's so hot. It's so good. It was so hot of him. She's like, there's only um let, yeah, let's talk about this before we talk about the end of the scene. Hot, hot, good, cool, amazing, groundbreaking, never been done before. Sexy, <laughs> romantic, <laughs> hot, hot. I listed all, all of All the important points. Yeah, ladies leave your friends at home. Ladies leave your <laughs> friends at home because Marcel is throwing away his relationship with his father for the woman he loves. <laughs> and he's right to do it. Like, that rules. Like, she shows up. She's like, you betrayed me and I don't give a fuck about you. Little does she know, he's made this big, huge, romantic sacrifice for her. Hot. Amazing. I just love them. <laughs> But they are a pair of dummies, that's for sure. Oh, God, they are playing with fire. What they do next is yeah. so foolish. Because Rebecca's like, one bad plan with one one person with one bad plan. No, two people with one bad, bad plan. plan. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, Klaus has killed a thousand Tundays all his life. There's only been one man he truly feared. My father, Michael. And Marcel's like, yeah, the vampire hunts vampires. And she says, if he came here, Klaus would flee and never turn back. All we need is a witch who can help us find him. And they look over at Genevieve. She's got chaos in her eyes. <laughs> fucking hell. And they're going to fucking bring Michael here? Like, Rebecca, Michael also wants to kill you. Like... He's not going to be like, oh, Klaus is here. Oh, Rebecca, you're the one who called me? I guess I'll let you live. <laughs> it's so, you idiots. Absolutely and this is, as, as Rebecca was uh, hinting at earlier, this is like the one thing if Klaus found out about, he would never forgive Marcel. Because, duh. Mm -hmm. doy. Doy. But it's it's the same thing. What's interesting is this is the same thing Rebecca was saying before, where 
she was like, I need to make – like, I need to find out who got the magic and make them an ally because the only way to deal with a bully is to have, you know, like, as much or more power than them. And the only person she knows who can do that is Michael. She's so at her wit's end with her brother and the way that he treats her and the positions that she puts – like. That, that he puts her in, that she feels that she has no other recourse. And I do really buy that dramatically. Like as chaotic and dumb of a plan as it is, you understand why she got there and why they both did what they did because they felt trapped. And Klaus puts them in impossible situations where they like have very little other choice. <laughs> but they have each other. But they do have each other. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I fucking love it. Uh, team Marcel and Bex. Um, fucking dummies. Nicholas yeah. Michelson. He's a little bitch. <laughs> we, also, we know how this ends up. Not we good. know how this ends up. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't end up good. So think about more the perspective that Rebecca is in in the like when she meets Stefan. She has just ruined her own life. <laughs> <laughs> like she is just like everything has gone wrong for her and it was her plan and yet she's still making plans now no child baby no <laughs> baby no <laughs> then at the compound klaus gives a big speech better than an angel speech for sure it starts with not long ago you all united against me you failed. <laughs> you cannot tell me that is not a Trump speech. <laughs> See, I, I was actually thinking it's like um, Elijah's intro speech to Vampire Diaries, but not as cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He, he continues and says, since then, in my benevolence, I have wiped <laughs> the slate clean. <laughs> like, this is a dictator. <laughs> he says, yet... It seems clear you think I am the one who needs to earn it's, your respect. It's too eloquent to be a Trump speech is the thing. Yeah, it that's is, true. Yeah. Nothing's the best in it. <laughs> it's, it's so like wild. He's like, he's like, I don't need to prove myself to you. You need to prove yourself to me, you idiots. Like, I need warriors, not cowards. So you guys all have to decide. You either fight alongside me or you leave. I noted that was a point. Like, because, again, Tyrion's a fucking coward. Mm-hmm. He's a little bitch. Absolutely a spineless little bitch. Obviously, like, it sucks that he and Diego broke up, but, like, Diego ain't no bitch. Yeah, sorry, Diego's not a little bitch. I fucking love Diego. <laughs> so Thierry stands up and is like, we don't owe you anything. Like, if staying in the quarter means living under your rule, I- I'm going to get out of here. And then, like, a handful of guys leave. <laughs> so guys funny. Leave. <laughs> I would say, like, a fifth of his guys leave. Is that, that roughly they, correct? Yeah, they're lucky. I guess lucky. We'll see how it, it shakes out that, that Papa Tunde dies at the end of this. Because, like, he could have mm-hmm. just kept channeling all of them. Yep. Like they're fair yeah. game now. <laughs> Absolutely bananas. Uh, we do a little bit of a time jump. We go to the study. Marcel and Klaus are together. And Marcel's like, I'm actually surprised you didn't lose more dudes. <laughs> and <laughs> Klaus is like, too what? loyal to Marcel is what it is. And I, I worry for him. I, I, can, don't I, I don't actually remember what happens to Diego. N- nor do I. I don't feel I that hope he rides off into the sunset. Please. I do know what happens to Josh, though. Don't start on me. <laughs> <laughs> But but Jill, know that I don't know what happens to Josh. Maybe oh, no, <laughs> it could be good. 
good, right? Maybe it means something go happen. You, you know how it, like it's it's really good what's happening to him on yellow jackets? <laughs> it has to be better than that. It has to be. <laughs> like with that, you long for death for him. I am so worried for him every day of my life. <laughs> Think about him beautiful face uh so anyways uh marcel is was like yeah i'm surprised you didn't lose more dudes and class is like good riddance to them we have no room for slackers or cowards in our kingdom (laughs) and he's like i'm glad you're like finally like out of that gloomy annoying mood you were in like let's like talk about um like let's talk to sophie and sophie's like i do not want to help you i don't like you (laughs) And class is like, don't be difficult. You only live as long as you're of use to me. And right now, <laughs> your best use is to explain why a witch I killed has come back for revenge. Come on. Resurrected witches with vast power? What makes sense here? <laughs> I will say, as much as I, I've loved uh, Flop Sophie this episode, I have to give her a criticism. Not enough drunk acting. She should be like fucking yeah. wasted giving all this exposition. <laughs> I would, yeah, I'd like some hiccups. Um, <laughs> some, Blurring. Yeah, just like a little bit of that, like, woozy swooning. Yeah. These Again, are all... she should have either passed out or puked when she first encountered Klaus. <laughs> she and Klaus had both thrown up. Her just stumbling into that alley would have been, uh, chef's kiss. Klaus, what are you doing here? This is my throw-up alley. <laughs> like, that's what I want. So um, she's like, okay, well, let's think. How about the harvest, you know, to die and to be reborn? I don't know how, but someone jacked that power and they used it to bring back four witches, just not the right ones. And Marcel's ears perk up. Yeah, and he's like, oh, hey, is that mean like there's a chance we could save Davina? And Klaus is like, shh, 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 shh. Let's think about the immediate problem. Um, not about what you want. Let's think about what I want. Papa Tunde wants revenge. I gotta say, I hate that of like the the ones resurrected, like that Bastiana was one of them. Cause like the other ones, like they have like cool backstories. Like Bastiana was like just part of the elders we already had. Mm-hmm. Like, and she talks like this. <laughs> 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 It talks like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. <laughs> I tits are on fire. <laughs> Dry my fruiting. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Classic. I haven't watched Mrs. Doubtfire in a, in a minute, and I can still quote it endlessly. Well, this is because of fucking masterpiece. <laughs> so Klaus is like, okay, but like, what do we do? Like, um, you know, he'll continue to attack us, channeling power from vampires he sacrifices, he grows more dangerous. How do I end him? And Sophie's like, well, I mean, you keep him from killing any more Nightwalkers. That'd be a start. He says, unless he finds the one place with a bunch of vampires ready to be sacrificed. And they all look at each other and they're like, it's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. So over in the garden, it turns out that Papa Tunde already got there and got all the bodies and all the power. So Thierry got lucky, I guess. Yeah, just just in the nick of time. Uh, Then we see in the cemetery, Celeste meets up with Papa Tunde, and he's doing another ritual. And she's like, is it done? And he's like, yeah, this blade has all the power I harvested from the vampires. It'll do things worse than death, even to an original. And she's like, cool, ready for the final offering. And he says, yeah, in the name of the witches of the French Quarter, it is my honor. He gives her the bone knife. She thanks him. And he kneels down and she slits his throat. And he is the last sacrifice, supercharging that knife, 
so that cool. thing can do gnarly shit <laughs> so cool and hot of both of them honestly honestly and that's yeah. our episode and you know what it's a pretty good one yeah yes of course 25 percent of it was us shitting on cammy yeah, but, <laughs> but that's what happens whether she's in an episode or not that's just par for the course at this point if they fix the character won't we'll stop talking shit about the character 100 percent. i am willing to uh forgive and forget again davina an icon r.i.p mm-hmm. you've never said anything bad about her Never, not <laughs> once. I did not say a bad thing about the sexy baby, and I would never. Of course not. Love sexy babies. The old ones are here. <laughs> the one they call honorable. Fesmatos. 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 More comedy than you think. Oh, God. But yeah, we love Davina. Oh, yeah, we love Davina. I yeah. miss her so fucking much. I, I actually do. Really? I'm just like, I'm enjoying what's happening with the, with the villains right now, but also like, bring that child back to life, please. Yeah, it's wrong. Like, it's so tragic. It's, it's really so fucked, fucked up. It's not like they can. If, if they can. Like, if they can get rid of these psychos. Like, imagine if we had felt this way about, like, Jeremy when he died. Like, where we were like, this is a cosmic wrong that needs to be undone. <laughs> we're like, universe. no, we should stay that way. And we're then like, he kept cool. undoing it. It's like, no, it was, he, like, when they, like, killed him in the fire and every, like, his body was in the fire. Like, yes, he's dead. It's fine. We'll, we feel bad for Elena, but, like, it was the time. Remember when he like quote unquote died in the fire and then went back to high school and everyone was like, "Hey, dead kid, <laughs> who are you talking to? Not friends. You don't have any." <laughs> Fighting the most. He left his friends at home. <laughs> Jeremy, leave your friends at home. <laughs> Jeremy, leave your friends at home. Oh, <laughs> uh, I believe it's probably time to uh, talk about crushes. My crush is on Marcel. Uh, Marcel for saying that shit. It was so fucking hot when he was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I brought Papa Tunde here. Do it again. I fucking hate Klaus and I love you. That wins for me. Hot. Uh, What about you guys? Papa Tunde. (laughs) I respect it. I just like could not. Like it was going to be. But then Marcel said that thing and I was like, this must be honored. You could do possibly both. I get, yeah, yeah. I'll do them both. Yeah, I'm doing both. I give them each a little kiss. (laughs) Jill, do you have rankings for us? I do. How many people are in your rankings this time around? Three. Why? In my mind, I was like, she's going to say three. She's going to say three. (laughs) I felt that deeply. Felt it deeply. Can you guess the order? No. Hmm. (laughs) Marcel's on the list, right? Mm-hmm. Papa Tunde? Mm-hmm. X. Yeah. Okay. What's the order? <laughs> um, number one, Marcel. Number two, Papa Tunde. Number three, Bex. I feel like number one, Papa Tunde. I mean, yeah, he does deserve to be yeah. at the top. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so number three one. Three is Rebecca. Two is Marcel, yep, yep, specifically yep. in the past. Yep. And one is Tunde. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Papa guy. Oh my god, I loved him so much. (laughs) Hell yes. What a fucking performance. And what a like one episode kind of thing. Like like I know he showed up at the end of the last one, but like pretty self-contained fucking knockout performance. 
holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we're having, we're having a lot of fun watching the originals. I think it's bananas. I didn't we know that this was going to happen, but I'm, <laughs> I'm really happy about it. Had to get past it, the shit to get here. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. Um, uh, sad thing, the actor who plays Papa Tunde, uh, Oiso Odera, he actually passed away in 2016. Oh, oh no. That's so sad. Yeah. I don't think uh, the, I think it's still unknown why he died. It wasn't like released. Oh. Well, all right, P. We can dedicate this episode to him. Because he yeah. absolutely smashed it and truly we loved him. Yeah. This is a, a really great performance and a super awesome character. And I'm so glad we got to see it. Yeah. And he gets like the character gets mentioned again, like in future episodes of this show. And also Good. legacies, actually. Whoa. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so fucking stoked. This is his legacy. Hell yeah. Hey. <laughs> you did ask for this. Somebody. I should sure <laughs> All of us do. Um, if you want to follow us on socials, do it. Uh, the information is in the show notes. Just look at them. It'll help you out. Uh, if you want to follow, like, like I, I, I can't, I can't remember them, guys. Like, it's Amp Diaries Pod or the yeah. Amp you just, Diaries. You've given like, up, Morgan. Yeah, I, I have. We're we're this far. They should know. <laughs> yeah, like if you want to do it, you're doing it at this point, right? Yeah. You can subscribe to our Patreon if you want. Um, it's fun. We do stuff on it. You should. Um, our Discord is always popping. Our Discord is always popping. If you would like a direct line to us, that is, yeah, is I genuinely love our Discord. When we get insane, you're like, we have to address the entire channel to ask them. Father Kieran, <laughs> smash your we- Yeah. If you missed out on that, don't miss out on the next time I insanely <laughs> at every person in our Discord. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, uh, we also have to I love remember, our Discord. Uh, remember, Morgan, to text Jenny to ask her for that uh, cami jingle. Oh yes, okay. I'm gonna hopefully uh, Jenny will. If if there was a cami jingle, Jenny um, Jenny wrote it. She's a big fan of ours. You might remember her from the competition episode where she got to guest star again. To listen to that episode, you would not know. You would only know from the text that Jenny sends me how much she. You think we hate cami? Jenny hates cami. (laughs) Oh Oh, man. Need her roast. We gotta get her on a big cami episode. Just. You just send me things like, "Why is she still here?" Is there a big cami episode coming up? I'm sure there's a big cami I'm episode sure in general. A cami episode. Like I'm sure there's like a this one's camis. Mm. The the cami. <laughs> Jill, you tried so hard. I I held it strong for a while. You really <laughs> did. You tried, and I yeah. did really respect it. And I remember the one time you were like, "Guys, like." You gotta like cut it out on Cammy. And I was like, all right, maybe we are being too mean. And, and I tried the papers if I have to. Yeah, and that for, like, was. Two, for two mm-hmm. episodes, you and I like tried to play nice. And then you are like, no, what did um you think of Cammy in this episode? I think it was that that first episode that we really liked when Cammy wasn't in it, and we were all like kind of was beneficial to the uh, <laughs> yeah, it was the har- harvest episode harvest. Yeah. yeah yeah there's no kid i think that was that was the first it you was know, like even sophie got to be cool yeah oh, okay, ugly sophie never forget and then we're like you know so cammy's not in this 
Yeah, maybe one day. Uh, we we <laughs> we 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 feel differently about Davina now, so Ladies maybe it's gonna happen. Me yeah. at home. <laughs> um, Jill, well, where can people find you on the old social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jill Baggins, two eyes instead of two L's. Should now, I plug my book Instagram? <laughs> if you want to, hell yeah. Yes. Duh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I have a dumb little book Instagram that you can follow if you want uh, at for the puppeteer. It's good. I love it. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, uh, Latoya. I know you're not on Twitter right now, but where can people find your writing and stuff? Well, in general, you can find me out in these streets. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Don't find me out in these streets. Leave me alone, please. <laughs> I don't know. You can find my writing uh, on the wrap. I've been writing there a lot more and variety. I have a couple reviews coming up soon. So tight, tight, tight. Well, keep your eyes peeled. But until next time, um, we're all here and um, we're now leaving New Orleans. (laughs) We're leaving our friends at home. Yeah. The trumpet. And the cats in the cradle and the Don't know.